impeachment hearings rolling on. All three major networks are taking it now. I guess our local ABC affiliate uh, didn't get the first hour today. but um, So all three uh, networks taking it again. So you can literally get it anywhere. You can literally get it anywhere, and if you want that sort of thing, uh, go enjoy it and let me know what you thought. <laughs> I guess. I Send us your summary. As I said, I've tuned in a lot and always liked it. I, I like the... I like the, the, listening to them display their rhetorical skills. For some reason, I get a kick out of that. Hmm. Boy, that guy was really good at arguing. That woman was terrible. I've, I've I kind of enjoyed the conduct of foreign policy behind the scenes and stuff as well. I continue to be remarkably unimpressed with the the, the Republicans' counsel. Oh yeah, if the Repu- the Republicans have a couple of really good people down in the crowd. I mean, and just the regular. I mean, better than they've had in years. Congress people. Yeah, uh, but their representative is not that strong. Their hired gun attorney guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's mediocre at best. But anyway, so there was a debate last night in which they did talk about the impeachment somewhat. But, um, and and by the way, I assume you didn't watch the debate. I expect the ratings to be like, I don't know, six million people watched or something. Mm. And uh, nothing happened that's going to move the needle. It was because they all remarkable, remarkably unremarkable. None of them felt like trying to take a shot at the people ahead of them. I'll tell you what, Little Pete was not uh, uh, brought down in any way, I didn't think, and uh, Joe Biden came off as a, a crazy old guy. So uh, those are your headlines. And how about um, a Pete Klobuchar ticket? I mean, I think that'd be a strong ticket. I do, too. I do, too. Now, now maybe if... Very no... white, Jack. Yeah. So is, you know, a lot of the country, but uh, what are you going to do? Um, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But anyway... Uh, Joe Biden. It was his 77th birthday. We we did some joking about that uh, yesterday. Nobody did bring it Clear up. Clear ageism, hate speech. I thought <laughs> I thought it would have been a good idea to bring it up. Uh, I did get a, an email from my mom. I don't appreciate you're making fun of Joe Biden's age. He's two weeks older than I am. <laughs> Not a joke. Because my mom's birthday is coming up, and she'll be 77. Also born in 42. Fantastic. And and she, and she and my dad don't really think people their age should be president. I was but. just going to ask, is your mom going to run in 2024? <laughs> but here's Joe Biden's opening statement. Here's a little of it. See if this sounds like an old man to you. And keep in mind, during the pauses, he's squinting really hard, like you do when you're trying to find the right word or figure out where you are in your... Well, look, the next president of the United States is going to have to do, th- do two things. Defeat Donald Trump. That's number one. And number two, going to have to make, be, be able to go into states like Georgia and North Carolina and other places and get a Senate majority. That's what I'll do. You have to ask yourself up here, who is most likely to be able to win the nomination in the first place, uh, to win the presidency in the first place? And secondly, who is most likely to increase the number of people who are Democrats in the House and in the Senate? And, uh, by the way, I learned something about these impeachment trials. I learned, number one, that Donald Trump doesn't want me to be the nominee. That's pretty clear. He held up aid to make sure that, while at the same time, innocent people in the Donbass are being killed by Russian soldiers. Secondly, I found out that Vladimir Putin doesn't want me to be president. So, he just... You know, it's not it's not huge. It seemed worse at the time. It's not huge. Well, visually, it's tough because yeah, you see, you're right. You see him like he, he clenches his hand and squeezes hard with his eyes when he's trying to. Uh, what was uh, you know? He just yeah, just coming out of the box, stumbling and fumbling and bumbling is is not good. And he's not going to be sharper a year from now. Um, get so, him some stem cells or something. 
Wait, I heard uh, 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 I heard him going on on uh, was it NPR or MSNBC? One of those channels that's on that side of politics. The the grueling part of running for president hasn't started yet. The really long days, the really bang bang bang, big interviews, big debates that hasn't started yet. And then the convention week and all that sort of stuff that's super draining. And is he up for that? I don't mm. know if he is or not. But here's what uh, Joe Scarborough had to say on MSNBC about Biden. All right, so of course, Willie's struggling there. He's closing his eyes. I, you know, I, he's, he knows he's having trouble finding words. The sentences are jumbled. The words are jumbled. I, I just wonder when I read, I, I, you see this, and listen, I'll just say, I mean, I think Biden has the best chance of beating Trump. I do, like, if, if he's on his game. But I just wonder, is the media... Grading Joe Biden on a scale. Are we afraid to say that a lot of his sentences don't make sense, that he's having trouble completing thoughts, that when he's asked in a previous debate about Afghanistan, an issue he knows more about than anybody, not only on that stage, but in Washington, D.C., he ends up stumbling through an answer on Iraq. Are we grading him on a scale the same way people have always graded Donald Trump on a scale in D.C.? So I think the answer is yes, everybody is. So maybe that works, maybe it doesn't, I don't know. But I'm looking at the liberal New York Times, and they had uh, their uh, like a cabal of their uh, commentators and thinkers and editorial writers rate each of the candidates, having God help them watch the entire debate. <laughs> As I did. Uh, yeah, yeah, good man. Way to take one for the team. Um, Elizabeth Warren, they gave uh, an average of 6.1. God, this one gal thought she was a 9 out of 10. Is anybody talking about how she keeps changing her position? No, nobody cares. Uh, Pete Buttigieg, 5.9. Joe Biden, 5.3 out of 10 on average from the New York Times. Really? Uh, thinkers and scribes. Wow. Yeah. Um, hour two, he seemingly lost the ability to speak. And forgot there have been two black women. Well, that was kind of a minor point, but it was weird. There's a four out of ten. He seems intent on glorifying a past that only worked for a few. There's a shot at being a white man. Okay, (laughs) pre-boomer. We'll try and get up and take back control of the world, but you didn't do much last night to inspire us. Uh, One more on the debate, and then we'll shut up about it for a little while. Uh, Amy Klobuchar's shaking became an immediate uh, meme on Twitter. Was she shaking, or did she just have a new haircut? That was uh, what was going on there. But it, it got a lot of traction, and it got mentioned. It got mentioned on every channel that I watched and every article I read. The serious stuff. Yeah, it, it leapt out at me too. I was concerned for. Her. I wonder if she had some neurological condition. I'm, I'm clicking on the link right now. I haven't heard the answer to that. Have I you? was mostly listening rather than watching. So she she appeared to be visually shaking. Yeah, one uh, Twitter user said she was like a human vibrator. There's no reason to go there. No. Um, let's her see. head or her, like, hands? It was her head. Her her head and her body, too. She, she, she seemed to have a really pronounced tremor. No, I wonder if she's super nervous. Maybe she's a person that shakes when she's nervous. Yeah, it could be, although, you know, she shouldn't be nervous at this point. You wouldn't um, think. There's no, uh, there's no explanation. The New York Post just has a bunch of tweets. Well, it leapt out at a lot of people. Yeah. I was surprised at how much traction that got. Yeah, it leapt out at me, partly because my mom has Parkinson's, and so I thought, boy, I hope she doesn't know she's not ill. 
Um, but I haven't heard any explanation. If anybody has, feel free to email it. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com or text at 415-295-KFTC. She's way more comfortable, as is Mayor Pete, as is Joe Biden, really, of making the reasonable argument against the, the, the Santa Clauses over there. Look, yeah. this isn't going to happen. It can't happen. Let's quit saying it's going to. Let's quit pretending we're going to give them this in a new car. We're not going to. So I, I didn't actually watch a lot of the debate last night. I was otherwise occupied, and I'll tell you about that later. But um, uh, she's continuing to make progress, Amy. From, you know, 2% to 3. Um, be a good Veep, maybe? I don't know. But I, I did just, uh, I, I walked out of the whole thing. Just uh, I was angry on behalf of, uh, well, on, on, on behalf of entertainment. On behalf and of just, America, and, Jack. And I, was, I, I just, I don't get the strategy. If I'm at 2%, this might be the last debate stage I'm on. I think my policies are better than that person's. Why don't you take them on? Oh, yeah, I was going to ask, but did she or, or anybody, you mentioned that the moderate laners were, were moderate and reasonable and are better at, at criticizing the Santa Clausers. Did they? Did they take shots at Bernie and Liz? Not directly. Mm. Bur- Elizabeth Warren, if you're not following this, has completely changed her whole everybody gets free health care all the time thing. She's completely backed off of that, mm. and nobody's called her on it. Wow. Politics is so dumb. I heard there was an interview I heard uh, on the way in with the guy who founded Home Depot. Really colorful old guy, and and really he's gung-ho patriot and the rest of it. Um, But he said, listen, the best people don't get into politics. The worst people get into politics. These people lie all the time, systematically. I'm not sure you can get elected without lying. I've thought that for a long time. Yeah, I wonder that, too. But... You know, I just—they're weasels. It's a—it's a weasel show. You know, it's the Westminster <laughs> Weasel Show. Weasel. How much is a ticket to one of those? <laughs> it's uh, now. Is it like you just like you, they walk around and you judge the best weasel, or are they dancing, well, or they, they trot around and, and sure, then they, the the, the, the they judges stroke them and <laughs> the exactly. judges stroke them. No, it's, it's the politics is your weasel. <laughs> oh boy, um, politics is disgusting. Don't idolize politicians. I don't. I never have. God, it's I may just... have when I was young, but I certainly haven't for many decades. Yeah, because yeah. I haven't been young for many decades. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, you got the pictures of the presidents uh, lining the, uh, your your classroom up high. Did you have that? Of course. In at least some classes, yeah. And, and you'd look at them as, uh, they're uh, demigods. I mean, they were just, they were our great leaders who brought us to the, the greatest country, blah, blah, blah. But you grow up, you realize they're a bunch of politicians. A few of them were great men. And women, oh, whoops, not yet. Uh, soon, though. Soon. Um, that was the Amy Klobuchar line last night. We could play the game of who's your face favorite female president, but it wouldn't take long, would it? Because oh, there haven't been any. Demonstrating. Which, which she, which she, like she paid off the joke. Like, yeah, we were tracking with you. Yeah, we get. We, you didn't you have to say because there haven't and, been any. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get it. <laughs> I guess that's Minnesota nice right there. Right, exactly. For anybody who didn't get the punchline, there, it's because there aren't any. <laughs> Oh, oh, now I get it. <laughs> oh, it's cold in here. <laughs> oh, boy. More well, thanks for wasting your evening watching it for us, Jack. <laughs> I do what I can. Armstrong and Getty. Strong and Getty Show. 
This isn't really about the debate, but you know who I like on the debate is Yang. And because he talks about stuff like AI and China and all that sort of stuff, that's really interesting stuff that I, that I wish was more of the national conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and as you tweeted, he uh, enjoys running for president more than anybody ever has except maybe Trump. Yeah. So he's just kind of a great presence. He's having a great time up there. Yeah, and he's an interesting guy. Uh, so um, the, the uh, gal who's testifying in the Ukraine thing hearings, I refuse to use the I word, I just gave a really, really interesting answer about uh, Russia and what they're doing and how they do it in the 2016 election and the rest of it. Oh, cool. Really good stuff, which we'll, cool. we'll play for you in a couple of minutes. Um, I, I, man, I almost screwed up yesterday. So the reason I didn't watch all of the debate and... Just and, because and it's boring. Well, um, no, I would have watched it, but I was having kind of a round of golf slash party with friends because I'm uh, getting a, a brand new super custom aftermarket hip, the, my second one, uh, tomorrow. Now, this will be it, right? You're not going to do a third? Uh, unless it gets something goes wrong, because hmm. that happens sometimes, but uh, not with my I guy. Maybe you're getting a third hip installed. M- my guy, Dr. Sauce, is a monster. He's a rock star. I'm anyway. sorry. Dr. Sauce? Because he's got the sauce, man. Have I ever explained to you the difference between the juice and the sauce? I think you have. Is he a DJ on part-times? <laughs> no, I think this is the only gig. But anyway, <laughs> so I'm playing golf uh, yesterday, and I'm backing out of a sand trap, which I had hit my ball into, unfortunately, on the way to a very large number on that hole. But so I'm backing out of it. You kind of rake your way out of it, you know? And I step on the edge, and it gives way. Feel free to play the fat tape, Mike. <laughs> Michael, if you if, you, if you'd like. I enjoyed so the, that. The ground gave way under your feet. Go yes. ahead. Yes. Well, I I blame the groundskeeper. You created a sinkhole. You you uh, you should manicure these traps more carefully. Um, and so I fell really awkwardly, and I thought I had really. Injured my right hip, which is the one I got replaced last Ooh. year, and because it it cramped, and you know how cramps are; they feel like you've done something terrible. And uh, luckily, I I sorted myself out, and I just have some sore muscles this morning, and and it's fine. But if I'd had to cancel that, I mean postpone it, because you know you got to have one leg that works, unless you're going to get wheeled around, which is not you know. Part what if of the you're point. an ass kicking contest? <laughs> well, right, I'd be in a terrible. <laughs> Terrible disadvantage. <laughs> but oh, I was, I'd lay in there thinking, oh no, oh no, oh no. But I think I'm good to go. Plunging ahead. Because there's kind of a working your, yourself up to it thing where you, you just got to get mentally right. Okay, it's going to be sucky for a while, but it's fine. They it's put okay. you completely out, though, right? Oh, please. Yeah. You can do any. It's funny, my son said this the other day about, he said, I don't care what you do to me if you if you put me under. Yeah. Because he's worried about the needle and everything. I'm the same way. I don't know. Take out my heart, toss yes. it around, play with it, put it back. I don't care. <laughs> if I'm asleep, it doesn't make any difference to me what you're doing. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what my wife said to me on our wedding night, oddly enough. But, wow. Um, <laughs> and then I explained to her how we need to punch domestic violence over and over again. Oh, we'll play you that clip from the debate last night. But, uh, oh, yeah, they put you way, way under. Uh, yeah. Stuff where you're awake and they're doing it. That, uh, that, that, that stuff worries me a lot. Yes. Yeah, the whole uh, waking up in the middle of surgery thing. Nah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll usually, I have said to anesthesiologists, uh, I'll sleep you an extra 20 if I stay asleep the yeah, whole time. The right? whole time. Right, the whole time. Clear to the end. Right. Till I'm awake again. 
I've gone under general a couple times, and I'm pretty sure that's about as close as I've ever gotten to actual time traveling, mm. where you, you're you're counting down from a hundred. You know, you get to wherever you are, you're out, and then you wake up and everything's done. Right. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? What do you mean that that was an hour ago or however long the procedure took? The uh, the nurse last time said, "Well, it took you a long time to wake up," and I said, "Yeah, I need to sleep." <laughs> I usually take a nap this time of day. No, this is 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Who's president? Trump is Yay! still president. He wouldn't leave. <laughs> He's, He's the new term. Hitler. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> Somebody did that. Oh, they'd be my hero. Change all the calendars in your room. <laughs> right. If you want to drive them crazy, just say eight more years or 12 more years. Or 16 would do it good. You'd really drive them into the loony bin. <laughs> oh, boy. Guy from The Apprentice. <laughs> Which is better than the guy from the YouTube video, right, in Ukraine? Oh, well, kind of. Yeah, I actual TV so. show. A little yeah. gatekeeping for traditional media there, yeah. Jack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what do you got coming up in your news, Marshall? Phillips? Well, we got more coming out from the uh, public impeachment hearings going on. More warnings about Russian meddling. We've got some more debate highs and lows for you. And coming soon to your neighborhood, cashierless supermarkets. Coming up. So this gal who's testifying right now is an expert on Russia and disinformation and compromise and their evil strategies around the world. And some of her testimony, never mind Trump, it's just interesting stuff, and we'll play mm-hmm. some of it. Yeah. yeah, all on the way, and a little more from the debate, which ain't going to change nothing in the polls. Armstrong and Getty. No man has a right to raise a hand to a woman in anger other than in self-defense, and that rarely ever occurs. And so we have to just change the culture, period, and keep punching at it and punching at it and punching at it. It will be a big... Pr- no, I really mean it. it, it, make, it it's a gigantic issue. Let's see. No, we, worst choice of words would be... Uh, nope, can't come up with it. So the reason people were giggling there, Uncle Joe, is uh, is you said something that's uh, unintentional hilarious and Bernie Sanders just kept his put his head down on the podium I'm not paying attention and Kamala Harris kind of she kind of her shoulders shook a little bit so she kind of looked down yeah it's pretty funny to hear you got to keep punching at it and punching at it and punching the at only it. way to stop domestic violence is to punch at it right and punch at it and punch at it our longtime slogan you can even get a t-shirt emblazoned with this at armstrongandgetty.com right punch violence in the face <laughs> Oh, Joe. Oh, Uncle Joe. That was quite something. But he's always done that, though. Yep. He's always done that yeah. since he was a and, young man. And that's an argument for his candidacy? <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, we got a fifth day of the public impeachment inquiry going on in the House this morning, testifying Fiona Hill, who's a former official with the National Security Council. Hill warning about the impact of the Russian campaign against our election system. She says it is still evident today. President Putin and the Russian security services operate like a super PAC. They deploy millions of dollars to weaponize our own political opposition research and false narratives. When we are consumed by partisan rancor, we cannot combat these external forces as as they seek to divide us against each other degrade our institutions and destroy the faith of the American people in our democracy. Now, Hill going on to add... In the course of this investigation, I would ask that you please not promote politically driven falsehoods that so clearly advance Russian interests. 
As Republicans and Democrats have agreed for decades, Ukraine is a valued partner of the United States, and it plays an important role in our national security. And as I told the committee last month, I refuse to be part of an effort to legitimize an alternate narrative that the Ukrainian government is a U.S. adversary and that Ukraine, not Russia, attacked us in 2016. These fictions are harmful, even if they're deployed for purely domestic political purposes. She goes on. You are the weakest link. Where's she from? French? Um, she, she went on to make the point, we'll play the tape in a little while, that what the Russians were trying to do was sow doubt about the presidency. And she said if former Secretary, First Lady, Senator Clinton had been elected, they would have done exactly the same thing. They just wanted to delegitimize the president, whoever it was. So I appreciated her saying that, which is something I've been saying now for years, that it wasn't about getting Trump elected per se. It was about sowing doubt in all of our institutions. Putin and his people do that 24-7. Never in their wildest dreams could they have imagined the, the damage that they were able to do. Oh, thank you. That's uh, and, we, and we helped it along, obviously. That's exactly what she said. It's succeeding, and we are helping him. Last night, you had 10 Democratic candidates on stage in Atlanta, in Atlanta going over a lot of familiar ground with some twists and turns along the way. We've like, only had 14 hours of Democratic debate yeah. so far, so we needed hours 15 and 16 to, to help sort it out. With another one to come. Anyway, one of the twists offered up by Joe Biden. I have more people supporting me in the black community than announced for me because they know me. They know who I am. Three former chairs of the Black Caucus. The only African-American woman that ever been elected to the United States Senate. A whole range of people. No, My point no, is... True. The other that's one is true. here. <laughs> I said the first... So my point is... So Biden meant to say the first black woman ever elected to the Senate has endorsed him. He accidentally said the only black woman. Well, at the time, obviously, she was the only one. Right. I, I didn't think and Kamala that was... said, oh, thank God I get a chance to say something, right. anything that people might pay attention to. I didn't. You still need to go away. I thought that was, you know, kind of funny and a mistake and uh, didn't think it was a big deal. Lawrence O'Donnell on MSNBC thought that was the biggest mistake he's ever seen in a debate. The most damaging mistake he's ever seen in a debate. He's a crazy person. Did right. he, was, he, was he hammering on that point? Stop I, the hammering! I don't know how politics look to, to people on that side, though. I have to... I, I, I have, I have to try to take it through their eyes. Yeah. It, it might mean a lot to them. I guess, although Kamala herself was just laughing. She's just chuckling. The other one's right here. <laughs> <laughs> she laughed too long, as she always does. Nobody took a major swing, though, at the candidate who's 10 points ahead in Iowa and New Hampshire. Indiana's Mayor Pete, who managed to fend off any concerns about his lack of Washington expertise. I know that from the perspective of Washington, what goes on in my city might look small, but frankly, where we live, the infighting on Capitol Hill is what looks small. The usual way of doing business in Washington is what looks small. And I believe we need to send somebody in who has a different kind of experience. The experience on the ground, solving problems, working side by side with neighbors on some of the toughest issues that come up in government. That was a great line. Yeah, and, strong. And, and if anything, he was helped in that Cory Booker, understanding we don't elect senators. We just don't. 
We've elected two in 80 years, and neither one of them were really senators. Barack Obama was senator for, as Rahm Emanuel says, like two minutes. And Kennedy was a senator. He didn't do anything. No legislation, didn't show up to meetings, didn't care. So we don't elect legislators. And the idea, they stand up on the stage and they're so dismissive of people that aren't in Congress. Oh, yeah. How do they not get, we don't elect you people. We don't think you people are qualified to be president. We haven't elected one in dang near 100 years. I was just going to say, Mayor Pete's argument there was absolutely from, I don't know, the other side of the Trump coin. I'll put it like that. It was an anti-swamp argument. Yeah. It was, are you kidding? Washington experiences the, the, is a must? I say not being a creature well, of Washington is a must. Certainly not congressional experience. Right. The whole being in Congress experience. And, oh, and I didn't finish my thought. Cory Booker understands that and that he made the point, look, I'm a mayor too, so he's kind of wanting to get that I was a mayor thing going. Yeah. Not I'm a senator. Because we don't elect senators or congresspeople. We just don't. And I think for good reason. Although, then, and here's one of the reasons we yeah. don't elect these people. They throw around jargon like crazy. So Cory Booker at one, one point said, we're not investing enough VC in these towns. And I thought, VC was venture capital, I guess? But yeah. how could you possibly say that on a debate stage and not understand that you lost everybody on that? Mm-hmm. That's because yeah. you've been in the yeah. Senate so long. Well, and he's just, he grew up rich. He had the elite education and the rest of it. He's just... He's not a man of the people. Who's the most normal-seeming person on that stage? Mayor Pete? Other than Pete? Well, Pete's clearly the leader, and then Mamie Klobuchar in that group. Yeah. I think Andrew Yang comes off as a popular No doubt. Yep, definitely. One last note. Amazon planning to open up cashierless grocery stores around the nation. The company already has one up and going in Seattle. Speaking of Andrew Yang. What's their uh, minimum wage going to be, the Android cashiers? Uh, I demand a living wage for every job that exists on Earth. The uh, stores use tech that will let shoppers check in with an app, pick up what they need, and then go ahead and walk out and they'll get billed. Yeah, speaking of Andrew Yang and having a plan for after a gazillions of these jobs disappear. Mm-hmm. Also, an Andrew Yang, the only person on the stage who was willing to say, you know, it'd be a pretty good idea maybe if you stay home and raise your kids yourself. That that might be, That's probably the best idea. Wow. When they were getting into the whole pre-K yeah. and health and uh, free, free child care, yeah, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. He said uh, often the best idea would be for one of the parents to stay home and raise the kid, and I thought, wow, can you say that on a Democratic stage? Hallelujah. And, and not be uh, hooted out right. of the building? Yeah, and it's just fantastic. I'm so glad he's up there. Uh, I just hope that they get the AI improved, because as I'm checking out at the Amazon store, I really want a little, so, do you have any plans for the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I do love engaging with strangers. There you go. So, having steaks tonight, huh? I love a good steak, don't you? Uh, yeah, that's why I'm buying them. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, one of the what is it? Sephora, I think that makeup store. They have this new policy where there are two separate shopping baskets that shoppers can do. Do yes. you want help or do you want to be left the f alone basket? Oh, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, so I, I think a lot of people who are they, they're calling it the extrovert versus introvert basket. Yeah, I like it. But but I think that a lot of people who are extroverts just don't want help would just walk over to that one. No, I'll, I'll find it on my own. And Thanks. that's why right. you, you shop there, huh? Oh, by the way, your mascara's running <laughs> tough. Oh, is it re- I'll be right back. That's your news. Not Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Was that transphobic or something? I don't know. We got this text. Amy Klobuchar's tremors were disturbing. Yeah, I was listening, not watching, so I didn't, yeah, I didn't right. see it. But I saw all the immediate conversation on Twitter about it. Yeah, I think she has to address that, doesn't she? Yeah, it's a health issue, so of course she does. Yeah, yeah. 
Unless she was just so excited, she was vibrating like yeah, a little that's... kid at the gates of Disneyland. But that sure. seems unlikely, given the hours and hours of this drivel she's participated in. <laughs> and and again, drivel. more to come. Why is God punishing us? <laughs> Probably the sodomy. <laughs> it's like, so after the debate on MSNBC, uh, Brian Williams said to Rachel Maddow, um, you're such a good debate moderator. I'd like it if we could name you debate moderator for just the rest of all debates. She said, I thought you were my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good line. <laughs> I, thought the, I thought the debate moderators were good, but here's something that you might not know. Uh, um, do I know the guy's name? Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry Productions put together the sound on that one. And Rachel Maddow mentioned that. Hmm. So the fact that the crowd didn't get involved and there were there were no confusing parts or, or where people she said a lot of how uh, these debates get out of control is candidates can't hear each other they can't hear the moderator or the crowd doesn't hear or right. th- and then stuff happens and then it just gets out of control she right. said everybody could hear everybody perfectly well oh, and wow. there were no uh, technical flaws so they wow. brought in a professional you know entertainment company yeah. that does awards shows and stuff like that yeah. and set it up I thought that was an interesting tidbit. Oh. Yeah, well, that's that's great. As guys who make audio for a living, it's astonishing how often you'll go to a a speech or a meeting or a wedding or whatever, and and you can't hear, or people the people are two feet away from the mic, nobody can hear them, or there's feedback. Oh, it's just so greasy, you can't even hear And it's just, oh, yeah, that it just it gladdens my gladdens my heart to hear that it was handled right. How did somebody just now think of that? Hire the people who do the Grammys to do the sound, not the people from your political department at a cable news channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But overall, a waste of time, huh? Oh, absolutely. Ain't going to change nothing. Mm. Ain't going to change nothing. And uh, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I, I, after yesterday, I just I don't care. I'm a complete nihilist. And that'll do for that discussion. Exactly. Yeah. Enough of that. Jack has given up on life. <laughs> Thanks to watching the Democratic Debate. I've become a debate. nihilist. You know what I got out of the Democratic Debate? A <laughs> new philosophy. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. going on if anything important happens we'll let you know um and then uh, later in the show um the biggest moment uh yesterday that i don't think got enough coverage we'll have that for you a couple of scams you should be aware about this holiday season this one i'm not sure if there's anything to worry about here it's just it's more interesting than anything else we got this from uh, craig the uh the healthcare guru who sent this to us, and apparently this is a thing. Um, he Two days in a row, he's received products from Amazon that neither he or his wife ordered. Yesterday, uh, it was a fancy magnetic cell phone mount. Then it was two nice flashlights. They didn't get charged for either one of them. And from what he understands, it's about generating fake reviews. They send you stuff, and then they write glowing reviews on their website. Uh, hmm. It doesn't seem like there's any downside to me. What I don't get about that scan Sends is stuff to me and write fake reviews. What I don't, I don't get, care. What I don't get about that scan is why uh, why they actually have to send out the product. Why don't yeah. they just write the fake review? Is there some sort of like 
SEC tracking something or other that I have a feeling it's internal to Amazon that they want to make sure you're really a buyer. Yeah, verified buyer is a thing on the reviews. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, but if they're faking up the review, why wouldn't they just fake up whether or not they somebody actually got the product? Maybe Amazon can smell that. But, but so it sounds like Craig has been hacked in some way, though. They have access to his account. I'll tell you how he got hacked for my other uh, tip for you. Okay. From the New York Times today, during his travel season or, or ever, stop! Don't charge your phone this way! Think twice before plugging in at an airport or on a train. Um, so everywhere now, you can plug in your phone and charge up if you want to now. Charge it at the airport many times? So have I. So is everybody. Yeah, yeah. You have to wait in line because everybody's trying to charge up their phone a little bit before they they get onto their plane or whatever. Hackers could be waiting. Um, as this busy holiday season approaches, the L.A. County District Attorney's Office is warning travelers about a USB charger scam. Juice jacking, it's called. Oof. Can a you free, say that on the air? A free charge could end up draining your bank account. Juice jacking happens when unsuspecting users plug their electronic devices into USB ports or use USB cables that have been loaded with malware. Wow, so they load the cable Oof. malware that gets into your phone. What? It's, it's more like the... Uh, Juice! It's like when you go to the airport, right? Jacking. They're, Modern outlets have the the traditional plug and then a couple of USB things. Yeah. yeah, it is in theory possible to load those USB things that you plug your own cord into. That is loading up the malware, not necessarily a cord that you get. Oh. But it's in there somewhere in the gear. Yeah, it doesn't matter. In, I believe it's from the actual outlet. It's going to enter my phone. Yes. It is the point. So I don't know. What do you do with that information? So so L.A. District Attorney saying don't do that. So I'm not going to charge anymore at airports. That's kind of unrealistic. Or uh, use the uh, your plug. Just use the electrical plug and your own cord. Don't let anybody. If anyone touches your cord, kill them. So you, uh, wrap it around their neck, right, Vice President Biden? See, I've done this a lot uh, before airports got hip to everybody needing this, or in airports that still are up to speed. And the the, the outlet is always like next to a trash can. Or down low, and you have to sit on the floor next to the women's room, or mm. whatever. Mm-hmm. It's never that handy for plugging in my phone, but sounds like a safer way to do it. Yeah, yeah, okay. There's your two scams to watch out for: scammers and hackers everywhere. One more. Uh, I still don't personally. Yeah. I still don't personally know anybody who's ever lost any money by having their phone hacked. Their phone or or no. card or anything. I've, uh, you know, stealing this information, all these various scams that are out there now. Forgetting my credit card number, my phone. I've been hacked a whole bunch of times. I've never lost a cent. Mm. And I don't know anybody who's lost a cent. Meaning you have been made whole by the companies or no no, no money went? Okay, both. Okay. Both. Either nothing got taken or when did something get, did get taken, Visa or whoever took right. care of it. Uh, you're paying in higher prices, Jack. Oh, I higher rates. I understand. But. Sure. Plus the time and trouble. I suppose that's out there. But no, I see your point. You haven't. Although we've gotten emails from people who've had their bank accounts emptied and that sort of thing, and eventually they're made whole, but it it takes months and hours of effort. It's it's in short sucky. Uh, here's a pornography site offering families two hundred and fifty dollars to live stream their Thanksgiving dinner. No nudity involved or anything, and no, I'm not going to tell you the name of the porn site. We're not in the business of promoting pornography around here. Um, it has no rules, no nudity, anything like that. Uh, they just want to, to create more community on this family-focused holiday. Those who are lonely this holiday can now live stream dinnertime shenanigans and enjoy the company of others from afar with a quick click of a button, writes this uh, porn site. 
I think it's the the sort of porn site that does like webcams with people doing stuff uh, in front of the camera for you. And so they're going to go with a Thanksgiving meal. This Thanksgiving. Dinner table. Yeah, speaking of Thanksgiving, you know what I don't like? I came across this. And this, this has been popular for a long time, and it's always really bothered me a little bit. It's been common for years to make jokes about, oh, the Thanksgiving meal with the family, blah, blah, blah. And I love Thanksgiving meal with the family. And the more of us get together, the better it is. I mean, it's some of my favorite things that have ever happened in my entire life. And it's just so common in pop culture to, like, degrade that as something awful you have to do. Mm-hmm. Which I hate. Yeah. Degrading the family meal. And then this uh, survey, most young Americans prefer Friendsgiving to Thanksgiving. They'd rather get together with friends than uh, uh, than get together with their family. The the, the tearing down of or not valuing the family, they, I don't think it's funny or cool or good in any way. Yeah, people like griping. People like griping. I've said it many times. Very few people come to work and say, you know, I have a fabulous and fulfilling relationship with my spouse. They just complain. Oh man, was she bitchy today? Or he never helps. Or you know, whatever. It's just, it's just human beings. But I see your point. I, I don't like it either. Why don't you not only have a nice uh, traditional Thanksgiving dinner, dinner, but uh, stream it on a porn site, <laughs> so more people, so more people can can see your, uh, you know, your, your live illustration. Your giblets. Don't show them your giblets. That's not part of it. One of the highlights from impeachment yesterday could be crucial. Not impeachment. It's just a hearing. <laughs> Joseph Quibbler. 